Coming up on this episode of Don't Panic, we've got nonstop E3 coverage from three guys who don't play that many video games. We've got Bethesda, Ubisoft, Microsoft, and 4K Minecraft. It's coming up now. Stick around, because it's Don't Panic. This is Don't Panic, episode number 165, recorded June 12th, 2017. X marks the teraflops. Hello, everybody. Welcome to this episode of Don't Panic, the show that talks about technology every week on the internet for your enjoyment. I'm Sean Jennings, joined as always by two guys who look much better in virtual reality. It is Colby Rabadou and Dan Miller. Mm-hmm. Gentlemen, maybe, maybe my like... virtual reality avatar is just really, really ugly. Would you? Would I well, you still can... look better in virtual reality? Yeah, but Dan, you can make it anything you want to be. That's what's great about virtual reality. If you want to be exactly. ugly, exactly. So, are you really willing to say that I look worse in virtual reality? No, I Dan said... can easily win that bet just by his, right. his own choice. Just, just gotta knock me down. Just gotta knock me down. <laughs> I see it. All right, I'm that's defending fine. myself. That's no. Hey, look, I, I, I'm not gonna take it personally. Um. Yeah, no, we have a, 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 you know, it's funny, last week was wall-to-wall Apple, and between, like, I think everyone knew that it was WWDC last weekend and E3 this weekend, and so there's no other news except um, see, video see, games. See, I didn't know that, what's going on? Sorry. Uh, I didn't know that E3 was this weekend. Well, I didn't either. That's why I joked at the top, we're not, I mean... I don't play video games, period. And you guys play some, mm. but we're not. Yeah, we the play most a qualified video games. Yeah, that's yeah. True. So <laughs> tonight we, we'll play, be we play Horizon Zero Dawn and Super Smash Brothers between the two yeah. of us, and that's it. Right. right. <laughs> we play <laughs> old exclusive. games, games that aren't even around anymore. <laughs> I know it's. I don't know what we're gonna do, but we're gonna try and fill the show. Before we get to that, guys, I already told Kobe this. Dan, we have exciting news. Oh. Oh. Is right because um, those of you out there watching uh, or listening, you may not know this. We've been doing this thing called Coffee and Beer Radio. It's this little experiment uh, we've been trying where we do these this daily short form audio. It's always five minutes or less, five days a week, Monday through Friday, um, and it is available on uh, the Anchor app, Anchor.fm, and it's available in podcast form and basically all the podcast distribution platforms, iTunes included. Well, uh, the Anchor people, Dan, are you there? Oh, Dan, why, oh my why, God. why am I not freezing now? We spent this the last the half hour with Colby's computer imploding, and then Dan gives up and quits. Mm, brutal. Colby, is there anything you brutal. want to say about Dan while he's gone? I don't know, man. I can't think about anything right now. My mind is moving too slowly. It's okay. too warm. Are you I'm back? overheated. Are you back, Dan? We can't hear you. Can't hear shit. No, I think the heat's I'm really back. What about doing a Anchor number. FM? Anchor emailed us unsolicited and said, we listen to your station and we're such big fans. We want to make it a featured station in the app. So when new users go into the entertainment category, it, it will be promoted to them, Coffee and Beer Radio. Holy smokes. And we don't even pay them for it. They're, they're like, we like your stuff so much. We want you to drive traffic to the app. We think your stuff is good. We want you to be a featured station on Anchor. I mean, we are pretty delightful. 
I look, I got to tell you, if folks out there, if you have not been listening to Coffee and Beer Radio, I recommend you do it on Anchor or via the podcast version. Um, it's five minutes or less a day, and it's a great way to get the highlights oh my God, from all there the shows. We are. Yeah, isn't that amazing? Whoa, I shit you that's not. Us. Next to like real Holy people smokes. who do this as like a career. Wow, it's incredible. I'm so excited, and our numbers have been growing. And uh, they're not big yet, but they're growing more than before we were featured. We won't be featured for like a few days, so we'll see how it goes. But that's awesome. We're getting subscribers. I'm, it's very well, exciting. Welcome everyone. Yeah, I'm, re-down- I'm re-downloading the anchor app right. right now. They're gonna take. It, they're gonna listen to this and they're gonna take it away from us. No, <laughs> but I also bring this up because I want to tell folks out there listening, uh, those live on Facebook right now, uh, and those in the recorded version, all this week. We're giving away tote bags via Anchor to celebrate this because I still have those damn tote bags. <laughs> so they moved all the way across the United States. I know they and, have to go. And despite my fact that I try and give them away desperately, it hasn't worked yet. So go to Anchor, subscribe to the channel, and you'll hear the rules on how to win exclusively on Anchor. So I won't tell you here because we got to get people to listen. On, so go to Anchor, subscribe to the channel, and get the information, and you can win some tote bags all week long. On Coffee and Beer Radio. Nice. This is really so, cool. It's very Amazing. exciting. Very exciting. The internet at work. You might even have a new programming podcast soon. Who knows? It could happen. Wink. Wink. <laughs> Which I'm very excited about. Um, anything else going on, gentlemen? In terms just of warm. our lives? It is. It's very hot. It is very... I, I felt like I was right back in Houston today. And it was humid, yeah. too. It, there was a little bit of the humidity going. Yeah. I think yesterday oh, was a little just more crisp. A little bit. Yeah, well. I didn't I didn't realize like when I went to work it was like, you know, it was warm. It was like high 80s or something. But when I came out of work it was 100 degrees. <laughs> what? Mm-hmm. No, it was rough. Yeah. Yeah. Uh since our last episode I did some traveling, old domestic traveling. Mm-hmm. Uh took the switch on the road. Worked pretty well. Still doing, still going strong. Still going strong. The turns out Mario Kart, a total hit. Oh, oh, actually, no. I'm gonna save it for picks. If we get to picks, are we, do, are, do you think we're gonna get to picks? Uh, we're definitely, no, we have plenty of time. We'll get to picks. All right, all right, great. Oh, okay. Yeah. Cool. Um, yeah. Let's talk about video games. Yeah, totally. Let's let's jump right in quickly. Thanks yeah, to everyone uh, watching live on Facebook at facebook.com slash don't panic show. We do it Monday nights, roughly 10 p.m. Eastern, but it's better if you just like the page and then you get notified when we're live. Um, if you are watching live, comment on the Facebook page. We'll be watching it all show long with your thoughts, uh, and you can also call in 508-644-TECH. That's 508-644-8324. It's there on the screen for you, and, uh, and let us know your thoughts throughout the show. Now, E3, the entertainment electronics expo right that those are the three e's i think that's right um was this week which is the big uh video game conference where uh most of the console folks announce uh hardware and software for the upcoming year we probably won't have much of sony stuff only because their announcement is literally happening right now so Mm. we'll miss a little bit of that but i was watching it just before we came on it's a lot of just new versions of old games there's not like any i didn't see anything groundbreaking but we still have plenty to talk about i think we should start with probably what was the biggest announcement of e3 and that would be the xbox one x now say that 10 times fast x yes xbox Uh, one x xbox one x it's very (laughs) <laughs> like I looked at it for a second, I'm like, is that a palindrome? Does that spell the same backwards as it does forward? No, <laughs> um, but it's close. No, it's their new console. We talked about on the show before what we called um, 
Bethesda. No, wait. Sorry, I was reading the wrong word. Project Scorpio. It was called Project Scorpio. (laughs) Before it was Xbox One X. They've been teasing it for a while. It's now available. Um, Essentially, what it's built for is it's the pro version of the regular Xbox. It's designed for um, 4K, high-end, insane gaming. Tell me if this sounds good to you. Six teraflops of graphical power. 1172 megahertz of GPU engine, Ultra HD Blu-ray drive for 4K movies, liquid-cooled vapor chamber cooling. Um, is that like vaping? That's (laughs) yes, it's vaping for computers. Ah, Okay. And, uh, oh, and, oh. And, and it's even smaller than the old Xbox One, which is even crazier. Not by much, but it's a little smaller. Um, it will use all the same accessories. It has basically all the same ports as the old Xbox One. So good news is you won't have to buy any new accessories. It'll also play all the old Xbox One, Xbox 360 games as well. Um, it comes with one terabyte of storage. It will be available starting November 7th at the low, low price of 499 US dollars. Now, just for your reference, this compares to the Microsoft or the PlayStation Pro, which was announced earlier this year. Again, an, a, a faster version of the PlayStation. Um, but the Xbox One X will have 1.8 more teraflops. It will have about 200 more megahertz, but it will cost... $100 less. So the PlayStation Pro will be um, $399 instead of $499. And for reference, the uh, old Xbox One, which they'll continue to sell, uh, will be $250. So mm. you're, you're doubling so the, up. The PS4 Pro and this uh, the Xbox One X are the same price? No. So the Xbox One X is $100 oh. more than the PS Pro. Oh, interesting. Now they both so claim to had- yeah, how do they justify that uh, that price difference? Uh, it's funny. There was a great article I read, I think the headline of which was Xbox unable to explain the reason for the $100 <laughs> price difference. Um, and they basically couldn't. I mean, if you look, frankly, if you just look at the components, I kind of understand it is more powerful than the PlayStation Pro. It's just mm. why do you need that is something they cannot really do a good job of explaining. Mm, I wonder. I wonder if this will play out as like a reversal of the PS3 Xbox 360 dynamic. If they price themselves uh, out of the market, no, you're totally right. right. Um, but again, it's 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 also I think the reason why Apple can charge so much for their products, even though they cost the same as any other smartphone to manufacture, um, and it's just because yeah. you know it's 4K and it's for the pro market. You know, is, if, it, is if, the, the PlayStation thing 4K as well, or yes. Yes. Okay. Now, I don't... There was a few... Uh, I'll look while I'm talking. If you give me a minute, I will see if I can get the side-by-side comparison of the stats for these things. Because um, the Xbox One X was clearly more powerful, but not in any way where I was like, oh my god, you got to get one versus the other. So, Colby, I know you have a PlayStation, as do I. Do you... Do you how do you feel about the PS4 4 Pro or, in general, these like little bumps mid-cycle... I don't know. I mean, I don't have a nice TV, so I have nothing to gain from upgrading, I don't think. Um, yeah, me either. I I think it's fine. I, I think it's fine in general, like, as long as... I would be pretty sad if games started coming out that I couldn't play. Right. Right. Um, that would be a bummer. 
for me personally, um, I would probably I would just, be bummed out. Yeah. If if that yeah, happens, I, I mean, I hope they're not listening. But if that happened, I would probably be tempted to like get the new one, mm-hmm. at least for you know if there was for for. I don't know a, a game that I was particularly. Are you tempted interested to get a 4K TV? Not really. Um, there's a possibility that I may need to get a smaller TV. Uh, <laughs> I'm not sure how how well, my what, new apartment is going to work out. What is but. it? There are certain rules I was reading where, like, if your TV is, and I'm making this up, I know it's right in that range. If it's like smaller than like 50 inch, it doesn't make sense to get 4K. And also, uh, if you sit within six feet of your TV or farther than six feet away. You won't um, notice the quality difference between 4K yeah. and 1080. See, I, I think my TV is exactly 50 inches. Yeah. So if you're getting a smaller one, I, I doubt you're going to be able to really notice the difference. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but that's what's kind of interesting about these. You know, there's a reason why the Xbox One X is compatible with all the old games. And that's because, and again, I don't know shit about this. So I'm kind of talking to my ass a little bit, but I think this is right. Because these games are rendered on the fly, you just render them at a lower resolution or at a higher resolution. There's no reason why new games shouldn't be able to play on the old mm. systems. In ter- now, they could just choose not to release them. But as far as I right. know, there's no technical... It's the same operating system. It's the, the, I, I just don't... As far as I know, there's no... I don't think that'll be an issue. Yeah. I, I don't see any reason it it couldn't work that way. Like, I mean, even like if you think about PC games, like where you can change the settings, like you can change the settings to work on basically. Uh, cool. Yeah. I, I'm, I I guess it makes sense. I don't know if you want to like give people, it's a nice, like, I feel like we, this is the thing with Apple stuff, right? Where it's like you wait, everybody waits until the new thing comes out, um, to get their Apple devices. And I don't know, maybe it like gives you an excuse to get, uh, you know, to get a PlayStation if you hadn't already. Yeah, I'm uh, I'm actually pretty excited about this because when I think about 4K, I oh, this is just this show's never going to work. Um, when I think Disaster. about 4K, what I think about is, oh, damn you, Dan Miller. And he's gone. Uh, no, he tried to call me, but I, it won't let me add him to the call. There he is. He's back. All right. Um. Anyway, 4K. If there were certain things 4K is really good for, right? Hello. Hello, Dan. Are you there? <laughs> I really think the universe does not want us to talk about video games. I'm getting that vibe. Let's go back are to you, talking about Apple. All the all those bits and bytes flowing through the tubes are expanding. They're it's just a not sludge. It's just an internet sludge. Fit. Won't go through the pipe. Can you hear us, Dan? Dan? Okay. <laughs> all yes. right. We're getting the thumbs up. No, anyway, I'll <sighs> I'm gonna shorten my point, which is 4K is really good at some things. I don't need to watch the Big Bang Theory in 4K. Just doesn't make sense. But when it comes to things like uh, sports or movies or video games, I think that makes sense in 4K. And especially video games, because they are rendered, you can do unique things with them in 4K. And they do genuinely... Your eyes, when you're watching a videotape, 1080p versus 4K, not a giant difference. But video games, and this is... I've read this. I don't understand technically, but I guess just the pixels and the bytes and shit. Like, I guess it just... When you go to 4K, it actually makes a difference. So I'm kind of excited... 
especially because um, they're claiming, and I'm not an expert, um, I'm going to say that a lot tonight. Microsoft is using technology to make even old games look better. They're using the, the processing in the new Xbox to make new games look better on 1080p TVs. They'll look better than they would on the old Xbox. So because of the amount of power they've shut, it's essentially a gaming PC. Um, they can do a lot of really cool things to make video games look great. And I think that's something video games, unlike most other things, could use is looking better. So I I think that's neat, and I'm excited about that. Nice. Now, is it worth $500? Is it worth twice the price of the non-4K one? I don't know. You know? Yeah. I think, yeah, I think if I had to get a new TV, I would get a 4K TV. And if I got a 4K TV, I would... I don't know. I still wouldn't get a PS4 Pro, actually. I don't know. Well, I think Not it's that. like... like These things aren't that compelling. Well, I think about it like if... I'm tr- just trying to figure out who's the market for this, right? And for me, it's the person who wants to get a gaming PC, doesn't want to spend $1,000, but also isn't like, you know, a hardcore competitive gamer goes to tournaments type guy. They still need the gaming PC. But I think somebody who wants higher end gaming, but doesn't want to spend $1,000, 500 bucks is really not, when you when you stack that up to a gaming PC, 500 bucks is, is, is a pretty good value. And, it, and, oh, if, totally. and, and if Microsoft can deliver on that and deliver on a lot, they've made a lot of promises about the quality of the games and how it looks and about they're, they're trying all their cross-platform stuff and all these initiatives they're trying. If they all work, I think it's a very strong competitor to the traditional gaming PC. Nice. Yeah. But today, a lot of people don't have 4K, TV, 4K TVs, so I don't know if it's a little mm-hmm. early. Our, our, I realize many people have TVs that existed before, but like if you were buying, if we started from scratch, right? Like if all TVs disappeared, um, oh no, like Faith is it, it so. for, are 4K TVs like? Can you get a TV that's not 4K? Not smaller ones, smaller ones. Yeah. But if you're getting above that 50 inch, no, they pretty much all by default they come in for, unless you're getting like the 200 dollars Walmart TV. Gotcha. So. It's it's pervasive. The other thing too is and not to get too much into it, but there's 4K and then there's 4K HDR and there's like different versions of 4K and the more you spend, mm. the better it is. And there's like good 4K and not as good 4K and it's complicated. But you're right. It, it's I think by I think by next year, I think it'll really be it'll be hard to find a TV that's not 4K enabled. But you also have to remember, too, all this processing power is also going to be great for VR and AR. Um, it's going to be great for apps that you can run on these devices because they don't just play video games. Um, they also mm-hmm. do multitasking and a lot of other things. So I'm, I'm curious, this insane amount of power, what, what, they'll, what they'll do with it. Cool. I'll also mention that games like Gears of War, Forza Horizon 3, Halo Wars 2, Minecraft, and a number of others will be updated free of charge to 4K support. Um, in addition to thirty uh, over 30 third-party titles. Um, Minecraft in 4K. Yeah. Let's talk about that for a second. Because actually, I think this, <laughs> this story is underreported. Because I know first the first thing everyone says is, well, <laughs> what does Minecraft look in 4K? It already looks... It's designed to not look 4K. <laughs> like on purpose. 
But um, what was kind of lost in this announcement is, yes, it's what they call their super duper graphics pack, which I think is kind of funny. Uh, It's got full 4K resolution on the Xbox One X, but also as part of an upcoming update, it will allow cross-platform play between Xbox One, Windows 10, the Nintendo Switch, and a variety of mobile devices. And to me, that's exciting. Yeah, that, that's been an impossible thing in games for the entire existence of games. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. I want to play Minecraft with whoever I want. It's with whoever. It sucks that that's not a thing. So, yeah. I got I got pretty jazzed about that. Uh, no date on when that'll be available. What else we got? Um, oh, Dan, I'm so glad you asked. We have got games. Do you like games? I do. All I right. like games. Well, let's see. Um, in no particular order, let's stay with Microsoft. Um, fun fact: uh, Were either of you original Xbox players, like the very first Xbox, the big chunky one? With that giant-ass controller? No. No. Well, um, for those who were, they are adding original Xbox game backwards compatibility to Xbox One. Um, The support will launch later this year. Um, And it's not, like, universal to every single game, but they are going to try and support a lot um, as well coming up for the Xbox One. So that's exciting. Um, now, Colby, I know you're, uh, well, you were a big Assassin's Creed guy. Mm, yeah, I, I lost that bug a long time ago, I think. <laughs> well, get excited, because they're back. Assassin's Creed Origins, um, takes place in ancient Egypt. It will tell the story wow. of one man, the last magi and protector of his community. Um, the lead's character will be Siwa. Um, in addition to the usual sneaking and stabbing, players will be able to scout out the area by sending a pet bird soaring into the air, Dalkin, um, <laughs> controlling the flight of an arrow and collecting RPG-style loot from fallen enemies. Sounds exactly the same as all the other ones. The last one that was exciting was the one of the pirate ships. That one oh, was yeah. cool. That's the last one I played. Same. So I'll, I'm going to put the some of the gameplay up on screen here, although YouTube's going to give me shit for this later. But um, I'm playing the g- gameplay footage for those watching the video version. And, uh, oh, it's it's so cookie-cutter Assassin's Creed. <laughs> like, literally, you have to stare hard to be like, wait, isn't aren't they just in, like, you know, Europe? Like, what? it, it really does look so bad that it's uh-huh. exactly the same. But if you like that, good news. I mean, that's, I mean, someone must like it. Everyone, everyone was a big fan of that Michael Fassbender movie, so. Were they? No. Because okay. I didn't have that movie. No. Um, Assassin's Creed Origins will be available October 27th. Let's see. Forza 7, announced by Microsoft, uh, will feature... How many... Let, let me ask you guys. Please tell me you're not looking at the, at the no. article. Okay. Guess how many cars... There, are, there will be in Forza 7. Like, how many you can choose from? I saw this in the article. Oh, okay. 512. That's a good guess. Forza Motorsport 6 had 450. Forza 7 will have 700 cars. Mm. Which is exciting. Um, it will also debut in 4K um, at 60 frames a second, which is uh, apparently quite impressive when you play it on the Xbox One X. Um, 
Also, there was a great title or a great tweet I saw where it says, uh, the new Forza game uh, placed a, a focus on humans, making the humans more like life in Forza. And I'm like, uh-huh. that's the last fucking thing I want in Forza. Or, <laughs> like, really realistic people. Who thought well, that was a good I, I got an article fine, today. But... There's, like, uh, the new FIFA game has a story mode where you, like, you, you play as one player in their career, and it's all scripted. And it's like, that's not what I play those games for. Yeah, uh, Madden's doing the same. They announced Madden's doing the same thing. It's, uh, it's mm. a little silly. Um, yeah, no, according to Microsoft, uh, Forza 7... Um, wires, tubes, and the mirror inside the cockpits of the race cars rattle in response to the bumps on the tarmac. Window netting ripples in the periphery as wind whips by at 100 miles per hour. Even the windshield wipers shake as you barrel around a course. They 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 have said they want it to be the most realistic racing game ever made, and it sounds like it's I would love close. it <laughs> if, like, Forza, or there's another one that's into this, too. It's like, you know what? We decided to ease off the realism this year. We're going to make it less realistic than the year before. Just like a cartoon version? I think that'd be great. Right. <laughs> I'd play that. never going to do that. No. I know, but that's not what they're well, in the business of. Forza's their I guess flagship. Need for Speed is the other one, it's, I think. Yes. And they did announce another version of Need for Speed that's exactly like every other version of Need for Speed. Um, spoiler alert. So, there you go. That's Forza 7 coming later this year. Um... Uh, let's see. All right, let's jump over to Ubisoft. Is it is it Ubisoft or Ubisoft? I don't know. I always say Ubisoft because that sounds more fun. Ubi, Ubisoft, Ubi, Ubisoft. I don't. That's definitely don't not. I'm so. very <laughs> sure that's not right. Yeah, I agree. But I don't know. It's a good I good agree. question. Um. Let's see from the Ubisoft folks. Uh, Mario and Rabbids Kingdom Battle. Did you guys see this one? No. Oh, this was bizarre. Mario, like Mario, oh, Mario. It's like the the Mario. And do you guys remember the Rabbids? These were yes. those terrible little rabbit characters from Raving Rabbids. Was the game? Remember them? Mm-hmm. So they yeah. took them and they. This doesn't make any sense. They smashed them with Mario. And the Mario characters. Oh, yeah. There's a little, like, Bunny Luigi here. And they did a tactical turn-based RPG game. If you ever played XCOM, it's kind of like that. Um, where the where they battle each other. Wow. That seems... It says, uh... the gameplay consists of a mix of exploration combined with what looks like an XCOM-style top-down turn-based combat. They have guns and they shoot each other. I mean, it's so crazy, it could be good. Like, I don't even know what to think. You know, I know for a long time we all said like, oh, Nintendo, you should try new things. This this might have been a step too far. <laughs> it's kind of kind of crazy. I guess, I guess you got to find where the line is, right? And then cross it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm putting up the, uh, the, the, the trailer here on the screen for folks. Um, I don't know. It might be fun. Um, it uh, <laughs> will be available August 29th for the Nintendo Switch. So there you go, Dan. You can pick it up. I will uh, think about it. Oh. <laughs> All right, you got you got some time, so no promises. I mean, the the Nintendo Arms game is coming out soon, uh, and that's got decent reviews. I don't know if you've read about that. I have not. You, you play these uh, these fighters who have like really elasticy bendy arms, and you use the controllers to, like bend your punches in certain ways. Uh, it's apparently fun. pretty good. You get different fighters with different abilities. 
but we'll see. We'll see. I still am like not even ten percent of the way through Zelda on that again because I haven't been playing video games in months. So uh, we'll see. Cool. Um, let's see. Skull and Bones. Did you guys see this one? Speaking of Assassin's Creed Black Flag. I'm telling you, they just ripped it off. Um, I know everyone went to the theater this summer to see the new Pirates of the Caribbean film and said, gosh, I wish that were a video game I could go home and play. And boy, are you in luck, because uh, <laughs> Ubisoft announced that um, it's releasing Skull and Bones. Uh, players will be able to build fleets, customize ships, and plunder treasure from trading ships and other pirates. Um, but what's interesting is it is... Um, Online multiplayer, the whole game top to bottom. Um, they showed off a, fi- a 5v5 multiplayer battle during the keynote, and uh, and this article says it looks impressive. Um, huh. and so you'll is be able it to... like only, it's only shifts? Like just shifts battling each other? Yes. Yes, That's cool. but it's all online, and it's, it's, it's open, I guess it's open world, so you'll be able to just show up and fight random ships and plunder them and have ship battles. Huh. So, yeah. that sounds like that actually could be a good game if it's like the Assassin's Creed Pirates game, but better. And it happens to be uh, Pirates of the Caribbean. It's like, yeah, whatever. I'll take it. Yeah, I'm kind of interested in how the battle gameplay works because yeah. it's, it's, I, I don't under, I'm kind of like curious how I, w- I want it to be more like not necessarily risk, but I want it to be more like strategic and tactic more than like cheesy and pirates and oh, you shoot the cannons and you shoot boom and you hit them with the cannons. Um, if it's like a really cool, like strategy game, I'm interested. If it's really more just like, Oh, you're the pirates and you plunder the ships and all right, I, you know, I don't know the gameplay. I think will make or break this. Yep. For sure. Indeed. Um, I feel like I'm just reading off a list of headlines here. Um, Far Cry. Colby, you love Far Cry. So excited. Let's talk about Far Cry 5. Um, <laughs> which brings it... Um, uh, Grace Armstrong... Uh, well, no, here we go. Um, I'm just trying to... How would you describe this new Far Cry? I mean, it looks like the Far Cry that I liked, which is two Far Cries ago, but, like, cooler. Or maybe, like... I don't know. It looks kind of the trailer looks kind of crazy. It says Far Cry um, Five introduces us to the faces of the resistance who are trying to liberate a small town from the clutches of murderous religious zealots. Oh yeah, I read I read about this. This is a kind of a controversial setting. Well, controversial mm. for the crazy religi- religious zealots in our own country um, who weren't happy right, right, that right. they were getting shot in this game. <laughs> I don't think they make up a large portion of our audience, so I'm not worried about it. No, I don't think um, so. Unless you do, and in which case we love having you. So, mm, Yeah. Um, I'm excited because I love that game, and I will buy this whenever when, whenever I can. When's it supposed to come out? Um, February 27th on PC, PlayStation oh, 4, so and Xbox One. It Man, looks think very... about how much cooler it's going to be in February 27th, though. Think yeah, about that. You can pet the so dog in the game. Yeah, yeah. Like comfortable AF. Seems like there's some new mechanics, which I'm excited about. I hope. So the real pain point of Far Cry 4 was the radio in the game, in the cars. It was like there was like 15 minutes of radio. 
and you couldn't i don't think you could turn it off it just turns on every time you get in the car and it was really repetitive like i'm pretty sure i could recite all that guy's radio (laughs) spiels in like stark contrast to something like grand theft auto where it's just like as far as i can tell infinite radio um in like different stations and stuff that that was that was a, a real uh sort of uh i don't know it was unfortunate, an, an unfortunate situation. Uh, but I'm excited for this new one. Agreed. Um, gosh, what else? Do you see the trailer for Beyond Good and Evil 2? No. Okay. When we do, when we finish the show, go watch the trailer. I, I don't okay. know anything about the original game. I don't know okay. anything about the new game. I do know it's a fantastic trailer, and if they made a movie version, I would totally watch it. And I kind of just want to play it just from the trailer. But it's very hard. I'm not even going to bother trying to describe it. Okay, because from what I know of the original game, it's a pretty abstract game, so that that's uh, very interesting. The, this article says a the 2003 cult classic game, a Zelda-style adventure about a photojournalist uncovering secrets on a strange alien world. Beyond Good and Evil 2 is the spiritual successor of the game, a prequel that will transport players into a profoundly multicultural world, capturing the spirit of the original with grandiose decors and intense dramas that play out across a vast universe. Hmm. I and the trailer is the excellent, so go watch it. But since we didn't see what we're talking about here, I didn't want to talk about Fallout 4 VR. Did you guys see this one? I'm jumping around no. a little bit. Um, I've expressed on the show, I think almost every week, that I'm not the biggest VR advocate on the planet. But I saw this trailer for Fallout 4 VR on the HTC Vive, and I was pretty excited. Um, so what's the like what's the killer Fallout VR feature? Like what Well what first guy? of all, it's the whole game. It's not like a separate game or part of the game. It's Fallout 4 mm. entirely. But also I I've always appreciated Fallout 4 in that they create a very interesting world that mm, I that you know like I don't feature. want Call of Duty VR. That's really kind of lame. But I kind of am interested in especially because of how interesting fallout 4 was to look at um Mm. i'm i'm interested in that idea cool and also and it's also because it's a game where you don't shoot the whole time like there's different actions you can do within vr that's true you do shoot a lot of the time well agreed i guess yeah you can do other stuff though um colby's like i only shoot I shoot exclusively. Mm -hmm. I don't even talk to people. (laughs) Um, (laughs) I still haven't finished Fallout 4, like like a crazy person. Well, it's a long game, isn't it? Yeah, it got put on the back burner, and then I forgot about it. Mm. Gotcha. You still haven't finished... Oh, but you are talking about Fallout 4. Did you ever finish Far Cry 4? Oh, yeah, I played Far Cry 4 a couple times, I think. All the way through? At least twice. Holy smokes. I like it. Yeah. It's exactly what I want from a game. <laughs> uh, almost exactly. Minus the terrible, terrible radio in the cars. Yeah. I have no radio. I'd rather drive around in silence. That would be fine. Yeah. If you, in, in case. you should write them a letter. Um, I, I should. A strongly worded letter. I will say, were you guys big Destiny players? Mm, briefly destiny is the reason i got a ps4 because i was excited about it 
Yeah, but... I played Destiny. Well, but I was disappointed. Destiny Two is coming. Um. Oh wow! So I guess uh, how long has Destiny been out? Like three or four years now. Um, three years. I don't know, but it will be available September. It came 6th. out in September, September twenty fourteen. I think it came out. Huh. Um, PS four players will get some exclusives with Destiny two. Um, there's really not much more available on that. Um, I will say, did you yeah, see? I'd be curious to know what they changed because the first one was a, just a bit too repetitive for my taste. And if they managed to make it broader with a, a bigger spectrum of things to do, like the game itself was fun. Like when you were when you were shooting new things in new places, it was a fun game. It was it worked really well. The guns were interesting. The mechanics were good. But it was the, after you did that for the fifth time, and you've only been playing it for a month. You're like, oh, mm-hmm. so that's all the game is. <laughs> mm. Call of Duty World War Two. Did you see this one? <laughs> We've come full circle. I know, <laughs> and I'm kind of jazzed because I I liked the old Call of Duty games. Um, coming out November 3rd of this year on PC, PlayStation 4, and Xbox One. Call of Duty World War Two. We saw some of the multiplayer. Um, this week, I don't think we saw much with the um, with the single player, um, but we have some footage from the multiplayer, and it looks kind of like the old games, except you know a little better because it's newer. But I don't know, looks fun. I'm running out of things to say about video games, guys. Me too. You gotta help me out here. <laughs> uh, how about Sp- do you see the Spider-Man trailer? Nope. I know no. you didn't because they literally just announced it minutes ago. Um, <laughs> but it actually, see, see Spider-Man. The... I've always thought that a Spider-Man video game has lots of potential. It's like open world in New York. You can swing between the buildings. You can like go yeah. prevent if they, crime. If they can get the building travel right, I feel like it could be very cool. Like in yeah. the way that Assassin's Creed is almost satisfying if you just right. run around. What would worry um, me about Spider-Man is is exactly what you said with Destiny, which is repetitiveness. Because there's, mm. there's only so much... I, I, I just... I, I worry that they just... It's like, you know, how many times can he swing between stuff? How many times? God damn it. All my stuff turned off again like it did last week. <laughs> I feel like the, the there's lots of precedent for a superhero game, or, well, maybe not lots. There's, like, the Batman games that people like, and there's a oh, sure. lot of that in those games. Oh, sure. Um, I guess now that I'm thinking about it, it's like already been done. There's all kinds of stuff like that in the last back Batman game I played. Mm-hmm. It's like it's like grappling, hooking around, and well, I was flying through the city, watching the trailer here, and I pinged you guys the link to the new one. It actually looks pretty good, so I'm actually I'm actually excited. Um, of course, because um, the Sony owns the rights to Spider-Man. It is a PS4 and PS4 Pro exclusive. It will be released mm. in 2018, which makes perfect sense when they release the movie this year. Let's see. I'll leave. I'll I'll, I'll leave that one where it lies. Um, <laughs> any other thoughts on video game stuff, guys? Because we do have non-video game stories we can talk about. Mm. If you guys would like, we burned uh, through I- E3 pretty quick. I don't. I don't have any thoughts now. Okay. Is, Dan, is Dan, Dan stuck? Dan, Dan? he's been gone for like thirty minutes. 
<laughs> just just like nothing to say about video games. What? Um, let's see. Uh, this is a quick one. Google uh, subs- Alphabet subsidiary Waymo, who makes Google self-driving cars, is killing off those cute little um, self-driving oh, cars. No. That, that what they they had. Um, I didn't know this. Do you know what they're called? <laughs> no. Fireflies. Those are the Fireflies. little, the little, the cute. Here, and I'll put a picture on the screen for the folks on the video. Uh, um, yes, they're killing those off in favor of using more mass market vehicles uh, like the Chrysler Pacifica. They're testing their equipment on now. I didn't know this. Those little cars were limited to a top speed of twenty-five miles an hour, which tells me they put like a lawnmower engine in them. I don't, I don't know why <laughs> that's the case, <laughs> but um, so maybe, maybe it was. Th- to like uh, ease people's fears about being run, run down by a robot car. I get. I mean, hey, look, rest in peace, dumb Google car. You you will be sorely <laughs> missed. Um, let's see, business chat. This is interesting. Um, there was a bunch of other. We're not going to get to all of it. There was a bunch of Apple news that came out after the keynote that came out in mm. all of the sessions following the keynote. Mm-hmm. Um. But one of the ones I decided to throw in the rundown here was Business Chat, which, no, that's not a terrible Microsoft product. No, it's a it's a hopefully useful Apple product, uh, Business <laughs> Chat. We've talked about Facebook's version of this on the show before, where it allows businesses you to connect to businesses through Facebook Messenger um, and have conversations. And I actually have used it. Have you guys used that feature yet? No, I haven't. I've had it where if I order something on some websites, they'll send me the tracking info via Facebook Messenger, but that's it. I haven't really had a conversation with a human at all. As it should be. No, um, a KLM <laughs> Airlines will let you check in via Facebook Messenger. And it's like a chat, and they'll be like, do you have any bags? And you text back no, and then they're like, you know, are you traveling alone? And you say yes, and they're like, here, and then they send you your boarding uh. pass. That's great. That's a as someone who is just traveling. That's a good application of the chat interface because it is always the same questions every time, and the answers are very predictable. Yep, I used it once and then went back to using the app. So it's not that it was bad. It was just I go to the app for the boarding pass and I don't go to Messenger. I don't know, but it but it right. worked. So I was impressed by that. Um, Apple is announcing their version of that called Business Chat. Um, uh, Customers will be able to search for businesses on using Spotlight, Siri, or Maps. Um, and Apple will be able to connect directly with uh, businesses will be able to directly connect with Apple users via uh, presumably iMessage. Customers will also <laughs> be able to purchase things from these businesses using Apple Pay um, from within iMessage. That's cool. I purchased something with Apple Pay on the web the other day. It was great. Nice. It is great. In. On the device or on your Mac? On it was on my phone, but it was on the web. I've done it on my Mac and it works great. Yeah, people talk about Apple not innovating, and AirPods and Apple Pay have like been some of the biggest game changers in my life for the past couple of years, mm. technology-wise. Use AirPods them are the all best. the time. Yeah, and uh, oh, and by the way, update did it did update um. <laughs> that uh, AirPods uh, will connect to your Apple TV now. Yeah. Automatically. <laughs> that sounds like huh. a dumb feature, but if, yeah, if you live with someone else mm. Uh, mm. and they, they've fallen asleep or, you right. know, they go to sleep earlier than you, 
being able to just very, very quickly hook your AirPods up to the TV is great. Or if your TV just whole... has terrible sound. There's so many TVs out there with just really yeah, shitty speakers. That's a good point. Um, although not cool. that AirPods have yeah. the most amazing sound, but... Um... Yeah, I, I think I was disconnected. Do, do you have other topics that you no, want to talk not about? Really. All right. No. I think I think I was Free disconnected point. for the end of the video game thing because my internet's being garbage. Mm-hmm. I, I, yeah, so far I guess E3 only really just started today, though. Is that correct? And it goes all week. Well, there's a difference between the conferences and the keynotes from all the companies. The keynotes started like a day or two ago, but the conference, like the show floor, like actually right opened today. So there are uh, Microsoft the was yesterday. Like, all the announcements are like done with. Yeah, I think Sony was the last big one tonight. E3's gone, Bethesda, Ubisoft, Microsoft, pretty much every... Uh, and I, Nintendo I don't also? Know if they're, well, they don't do one every year, so I don't know if they're doing one this year. Okay. Because yeah, they had their big so, Switch it's event like earlier. It's super disappointing. I feel like most years, there's at least one or two games that are brand new. Destiny was that a couple years ago. Uh, no Man's Sky. Like, things that are actually really interesting. And there's nothing like that this year. And really, like, really, with all of the the growing momentum behind VR, no, nothing there, not even anything in traditional game. I was, I, I was, you know, trying to read these news stories as they came out over the past couple of days, and I was like, okay, whatever. Like, Bethesda, they were like, Fallout in VR! Uh, I guess the Black and White 2 game. And that's it. I was like, ah. Because I really like Bethesda games. But all the others, Sony and Microsoft, the same way. So, I agree. I don't know. I th- and another part of it, too, is that... I'm they just going to go back to the golden age of television. They- <laughs> yeah, man, TV's where it's at. Uh, it by, is. By the way, Nintendo does have their uh, event tomorrow night. They're the last one. Okay. All right. Mm. So, or no, tomorrow still- morning. I'm sorry. Tomorrow morning at noon Eastern. All right. So, we're not without hope. No, but that everyone else has gone. Um. Yeah, no, I agree. Look, it's all rehashes of existing franchises, or you know, oh, a pirate video game or a zombie. You know, Sony, one of their big ones this year was a new was a zombie fighting game, and I'm like a, a, a zombie like, fighting game. Well, no, like a like a, just a zombie where you're traveling around and you have to kill zombies to survive. Oh, okay, game. okay, yeah. And it's like, okay, been there, there done are lots that. Of those. Yeah. yeah. You're right. There aren't how many alien shoot 'em up games can you make? Yep. So mm-hmm. I'm still I'm still I was just telling someone this today. Where is the VR Star Wars spaceship game? Such an obvious application. I know. It's because oh yeah. Oh my god. Well, did we talk about the Star Trek VR game? I think we did. Are you uh, like well, on I a was bridge or something? Of- yeah where, what, yeah, where you're on the bridge, but you do it with other people, and you have to, like, control... It's like control. Space Team, but with Star yeah, Trek. Yeah, but with VR. Oh, I've, I've played, the, uh, uh, not a Star Trek-branded version of this, but a version of this that you do on your phone, and you're all sitting around together. Yeah, yeah Space Team. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. It's a lot of fun. Yeah. But, um, but no, I agree. and That makes sense, but even if they released it, none of us have VR, so... All this that's is, true. you know, that's the problem with these. But that was, that's what would make me want to get VR. If there was like a really cool Star Wars game, you could fly around in all the different ships and like do space battles and stuff. I would oh, like yeah. 
I would buy the PS4 Pro or a gaming PC to do that because that's that's my whole dream. I have a crazy question. Do yeah, you, like, if you have like PSVR or something, do you just not have a TV? Could you just not have a TV? Could you just get a PlayStation with the VR thing? And, yeah. Oh, do okay. you need a TV to operate it? I never consider like I just never mm. consider like I feel like you don't need a TV exactly. I don't know. I yeah, there's definitely no reason you need a TV, but maybe it's just they haven't implemented the menu system in VR. Mm. I don't. Right. That's a good question. Also, follow-up question, can you play any game in VR even if it's just like the game like you're you're looking wasn't, at a virtual there a, i don't remember if this which one this was wasn't there a thing where like the vr headset would have a box in front of you that was like a tv in vr that was playing the non-vr game well, but we have like netflix in vr that's what you're doing yeah 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 right now but you know one thing we did see unveiled this year at e3 that might interest you is hp's backpack vr computer did you see this no <laughs> Um, they announced it like last year and it was kind of shitty, but this year they made, they like made it so you would want to buy it. Um, it is a slim and light gaming PC meant to be strapped to your back and used for VR. Um, but they also announced this week a dock where you can take it off your back and dock it and it becomes a real computer. It's called the Omen X computer. Let's see. Um, it's got a, uh, Cabby Lake i7 GeForce GTX 1080. Um, which actually isn't that different from what's in the um, Xbox One X, I believe. Um, and then you strap it with the computer thing, and, the, the, and the, you know you look at these pictures, and it actually looks pretty slim. I don't know how hot it gets, uh, but the computer will start at twenty five hundred dollars, and then you'll need the back, the separate backpack accessory, which will cost six hundred dollars. Both will be available next month. Hmm. Now that's cool. That is pretty interesting. That solves some of the problems. Definitely. <laughs> imagine, imagine being like totally untethered, just like wandering. I don't oh, know. You, you, need, have, you, you need, need like, like a, a handler. Pattern. You need a friend. Yeah. yeah no, right. no, 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 no. Or, or the games need to be like aware of the room you're in and like dynamically like guide you around. So you don't, you don't walk into anything. That would be very Crazy. smart. Crazy. I agree. Well, it was interesting because we saw um, Microsoft said nothing about VR at all, at Ugh. all, not a word. Um, so clearly different companies have different priorities on that. Mm. Interesting. This is not one of theirs. There's no there's no VR product for the Xbox then, right? I think they, oh boy, see now I'm talking out my butt. I gotta, I gotta look. Um, I think they, step up they announced something like forever ago like as a um they said vr content would come on project scorpio and and microsoft announced windows those windows vr headsets but no they did not mention it said there was a quote here um Given the efforts we have underway on Windows for mixed reality and our belief that console VR should be wireless, right now we are focused on developing mixed reality experiences for the PC, not on the console. So, I think it's HoloLens, I think it's Windows VR, I don't, I don't think Xbox is where it's at at the moment. 
which is interesting. Hmm. Very interesting. Um, all yeah. right, why don't we? Uh, any, any other thoughts? Our, our, our cadence tonight is really we're incredible. so fucked. This is this is easily <laughs> in like the top ten worst we've done. <laughs> oh, uh, I don't know. Well, maybe it's up there. It's up there. Um, yeah. but not due to a lack of effort. That is for sure. It's just video games are not a great topic, and internet connections are bad, and the there news was, was light. Yeah, there's nothing good. There is no good video game announcements. No. These are all boring announcements. Dan, what's your hot take? Give us your hot take, Dan. I already gave you my hot take. I'm not excited by any of this. This doesn't make me want to play video games anymore. I'll just I keep quit. watching. I movies. quit. <laughs> that's it. Throw it in the towel. Dan's out. I'm going to play just Super Smash Brothers, and that's it. Just forever. That's it. That and Mario Kart. Nothing garbage. else. I want the old games. <laughs> um, all right. Let's let's just move right on to picks. Um, Dan really wanted to share his. Um, he was excited, yeah. so we're gonna make him go last. Um, <laughs> Stop me if I picked this last week or last. I guess last week A we lot. didn't have two picks last we, week. No, we so. didn't. No, the one okay. before before okay. that you did so, uh, S Town, so I think you'll be okay. Yeah. Speaking of good video games. Yes. Let's talk about Snipper Clips. So Colby and I played Snipper Clips a couple weeks ago. It's this game where you, you control two shapes on a screen, and whenever you overlap with another shape, you can press a button to cut out the overlap in that other shape so you can reshape the other shapes to make different shapes. And you can use these shapes to solve puzzles in these games, and it's like a co-op puzzle solver game. You can also play like these little... Uh, one-on-one or two-on-two sports games uh, where you can like cut you play basketball you cut your teammate into a certain shape to give yourself an advantage on this game it's a lot of fun it's not that expensive it's on the nintendo switch and yeah i've had many i've played it with many different people since then everyone likes it it's tons of fun check out snipper clips yeah this seems like the type of game they're really focusing on with the Switch. And sort of kind it, of... It works great. Mm. Um, I can confirm that it did work great. It was very fun. Excellent. Uh, it is available for the Nintendo Switch. Nineteen ninety nine. you can get it from Nintendo. Uh, Snipper Clips. All one word. Um, let's see. Colby, what do you have for us this week? Uh, a podcast, you know, shocking, shocking turn of events. Oh boy. Colby picks a podcast. Um, so I'm pretty sure I haven't picked this podcast before. Um, it's called Invisibilia. It's, it's an NPR podcast. I feel like it's some, uh, some this American life veterans, if I recall correctly. Um, they, they're, so they just recently started their second season and I listened to the first season. I honestly don't really remember it. Um, I think I enjoyed it because it was still in my podcast feed. So so uh, that's great. But the they started the second season and I found it very interesting so far. Like the so so I guess the thing they're doing this time is they they have like a common theme for the whole season. So it's not uh, the the episodes all re- relate back to like. The topic and the topic is kind of like um, like emotions and how we perceive them and how they like actually like what they are sort of. Um, and I'm not not going to talk about it anymore 
than that really but the the first episode was very cool and i've been thinking about it for like two weeks now uh so if i don't know if that sounds interesting you to you you should definitely check it out if it doesn't you should probably listen anyways it was very cool uh it i don't know i mean it's it's called invisibilia i n v i s i b i l i a there's a lot of eyes in it (laughs) i listened to the first episode last night it was really good yeah so yeah, yeah check that out npr uh we'll have the link to that on the website along with all the other picks fun fact that is colby's third pick in show history with invisible in the title invisible ask <laughs> in the title can you colby what can you recall two? what the other two oh, were yeah um wasn't one of them like that ipad game or something like invisible invisible ink yeah yeah incorporated yeah uh and then i just realized that that's a pun i didn't realize that before uh, very good good on them if, if I were Sean I would say that um, the other one I'm not sure about uh, f- uh, I'll give you a hint you picked this back in March this March? yeah Wow. that was like just it was the same week uh, Dan picked Zero, uh, Horizon Zero Dawn uh, is it a podcast? it is It's is it ninety nine percent invisible? invisible. Oh, yeah, yeah. There, yeah, there you go. <laughs> all right, good. A little show trivia there for you. Oh. Oh. Um, this is why I like having all the the Google Doc sheets for all the episodes because you just find the weirdest stuff. <laughs> um, all right, well, um, it's up for my picks. I'm gonna I'm gonna pick a. So we got a we got a game. We've got a podcast, and I'm gonna give you a book. Actually, I'm gonna cheat and I'm gonna give you two books. Um, I know it's summer when a lot of people do reading, and I'm trying to read more, and so I picked up. Um, League of Denial before I went out to the Netherlands and it was uh, probably the best book I've read all year Um, it was a if you're not familiar League of Denial this was the book that came out that was the big controversy that spiked a couple years ago with the NFL concussion Mm -hmm. issue Um, and this was kind of the book that busted it open along did you guys see the frontline documentary that was that was yeah. the everyone was talking. Okay, well they did it in conjunction with the book. So it was if you like the documentary, the book is more, but it's told in a way that's it's it's a mix of being very personal and personal stories of the players with the science of concussions and the story of the scientists and the researchers. It's a riveting read. You don't have to be a sports fan to enjoy the book. Um, if you're just a fan of people and interesting stories. League of Denial is a great one, and then I'm going to double down because the same guy who wrote League of Denial years ago wrote, in 2007, wrote another book. I liked League of Denial so much, I bought his other book, which is Game of Shadows, which is all about Barry Bonds and the steroid scandal in baseball in the late 90s and early 2000s. Um, And again, another very good, long, investigative piece of journalism chronicling all the people involved and the story of it. And one of those you you wouldn't believe it if, you know, if you didn't know for a fact it was real type things. Um, And so start with League of Denial. And if you really like that, pick up Game of Shadows. They're both um, really, really nice, smart reads. And you don't have to be sports fans to like them. That's my advice. Um, All right, guys. That's it. That's it. Anything else you'd like to say to the folks at home? Stay cool. Stay make cool. better video games. <laughs> yes. <laughs> we know you're listening. Um, 
yeah, thanks to uh, to everyone out there for joining us. This was uh, an episode. It was mm-hmm. a particularly great one, but we did okay. We got <laughs> we powered through it. Um, you know, it's not a challenge to go back in the feed and find our worst episode. <laughs> I'm trying to think if if one comes to mind immediately. I don't think not there are me. any like memorable up for debate. I know what the bad ones and the good ones were. It's just a, after a while, no, it, and this isn't a bad thing, but they kind of all these blend together after like none are particularly yeah. memorable versus the other. Um, Cause it's kind of this almost the same every week. Um, but no, we usually don't No, It wasn't you email us and let us know. Don't panic show at gmail.com. You let <laughs> us know if it was a good episode or not. But if you want more content, that's not this show. The good news is we have it for you. You can go to coffeeandbeer.tv. You can get this show. You can get Game Nights, which we're doing Dungeons & Dragons, and I think you guys would agree it's a lot of fun. I will tease the episode coming out later this week. These guys run into a genie in the desert, and shit gets real. And probably my favorite, for me, my favorite character we've had this entire adventure, because he was such a dick, and it's great. So... (laughs) You're going to want to check out that episode up for debate as well. Last week, we talked about summer and all things summer from ice cream to barbecue to party etiquette. It was a really fun episode. And this week, we're going to do summer part two because Matt, and I can even tease you because Matt had me right. We're going to talk about the beach. We're going to talk about sunscreen and swimming pools. We're going to talk about baseball, all kinds mm-hmm. of summer stuff. So that's at upfordebate.tv as well. So it's going to be a great week for podcasts, I promise. Oh my god! Can you do a awesome. can you do an up for a debate episode about Rhode Island, or I could come on the show and be your your guest Rhode Island correspondent. Well, you'd have to because I don't think we know anything about Rhode Island, and it is a small state, so it'd have to be our shortest episode. Maybe uh-huh. we have to do uh-huh. an, uh, an that's rude. Smallest state with the longest name, Sean, Mister Shannings. All right. Um, maybe you and Matt will have to come to Rhode Island. We'll have to do all the Rhode Island stuff. It'll take like half a day. It'll be great. <laughs> um, no, we no, we'd love to have you out. I still, I stand by. We need to do an episode with the four of us and do a massive battle royale chain restaurants. That is the one <laughs> I've been wanting to do because I feel like this is the crew. We have to decide which is the best and which is the worst chain restaurants in America. Um, the the people need to have their voice heard Um, and so hopefully we can do that but anyway (laughs) by the people you mean us we're the only ones that really matter however this show don'tpanic.io is our fantastic website these guys built it so you should go and check it out otherwise you're going to hurt their feelings get every episode audio and video are right there on the website including all the picks for every show we've done are there on the website Um, also where you can subscribe we're on iTunes Google Play Music Stitcher Radio TuneIn Radio anywhere you get podcasts where oh by the way it's Apple Podcasts now you guys have to correct me it's not I they don't say iTunes Apple they don't say <laughs> it's Apple Podcasts right very important um, you can get us there as well of course the video version on YouTube at youtube.com slash don't panic show lastly get a hold of us at don't panic show on twitter facebook.com slash don't panic show where we're live monday nights 10 p.m eastern um the phone number 508-644-8324 is there anything else anchor check us out on anchor coffee and beer radio there enter to win a tote bag this week nobody else is going to enter except you so you're guaranteed to win if you enter asterisk (laughs) you're not actually guaranteed to enter but there's a really good shot so um that's that's the way to do it anything else guys we'll be back next monday um yes we will. Uh, but but we
might not be back next Monday. Oh, well, you I, might. I won't be here next oh, okay. Monday. Yeah. All right. Okay. We'll see. I'm not going to make any commitments. I think Colby and I might be able to carry on without you. <laughs> Dan, I can't Maybe. do any more of this. You having a life thing. It's really upsetting, frankly. But I stopped doing I'll... things. Man, it, when okay. you hear what it is that I'm doing on Monday, you're going to eat those words. Oh, boy. <laughs> I'm getting very good at it. So Is it the DMV? <laughs> no. Um, and actually, next Monday will be my first day at work, so you can hear all about how terrible that went. Mm. Uh, all right, that is it. We're done. We got to get out of here. Thanks, everybody, for joining us. On behalf of Colby and Dan, this is Sean. We appreciate it having you here, and we'll see you next time for even more great tech discussion here on Don't Panic.